Category Insight is brought to you in partnership with Beko Cleanse. Help eliminate nasal viruses, bacteria, and allergens by washing out nasal cavities. Hello, lovely listeners, and welcome back to another episode of Category Insight, where we speak to experts to discover over-the-counter advice and treatment recommendations for a whole host of conditions and support your knowledge in the pharmacy along the way. This month is certainly nothing to sniff at. We are looking at how you can help your customers protect their nasal health this winter. I'm also delighted to say a big thank you to our sponsor, Becco Cleanse, this month. And I'd like to add that though this session is sponsored by Becco Cleanse, speakers' opinions are their own. So let's get to it. First up, joining me today is Raj Bala, president of the British Rhinological Society which was created to promote education and research in all aspects of rhinology, the study of the nose and sinuses. Hi Raj, how are you doing today? I'm very well, thank you Monica. Thank you for the invitation to speak. Um, So Raj Bala, um, President of the British Rhinological Society, and I also work in Manchester um, at uh, two busy teaching hospitals, so two busy NHS teaching hospitals, Manchester Royal Infirmary and Salford Royal Hospital. Brilliant. And you're a rhinologist and skull-based surgeon? Yeah, so within ENT, Monica, so ENT stands for ear, nose and throat. And um, the departments that I work at, um, we see a lot of complicated um, patients with ear disease, nose disease, and uh, head and neck tumours and cancers. Um, so the way that departments, um, big teaching hospital departments called academic departments um, function is that um, we each develop a subspecialist interest. So within the E. N and T, my specialist interest is the N, which is the nose, uh, otherwise known as rhinology. So within rhinology, we have medical rhinology, uh, so treating nasal conditions uh, with medicines and medications, or we have surgical rhinology, and that involves uh, improving airflow, changing the shape of the nose. Uh, treating sinus problems and sinus disease, but also then as a um, a portal, uh, an access point to the base of the skull. So some of the work that I do uh, over at Salford Royal Hospital is with my neurosurgical partner, the brain surgeon, um, because I can get him to places uh, at the base of the skull through the nostrils. Wow. Thank you so much. I'm really excited um, to talk to you about nasal health today um, then. And this is certainly an important topic to consider during the winter months, especially. So I wondered if you could maybe start by just kind of briefly covering some common nasal health conditions that you might see. So you mentioned winter and um, the nose really does give a sense of well-being. So um, your listeners uh, will be familiar with perhaps the way their nose or someone else's nose looks. 
But then there's also the way that the nose works. And I think all of us can relate to when we have a cold and we develop symptoms of a blocked nose, a runny nose. Uh, we may blow out or, or snort in or have a drip at the back of the nose of, of foul secretions, okay, green or sometimes brown secretions. Um, our sense of smell disappears, okay. We may also develop um, some tenderness of our top teeth. So those are the symptoms of nasal congestion and, and infection, but they also overlap with other conditions that we see at other times of the year, such as allergy, so hay fever, um, which uh, um, affects people uh, typically during the summer months, but then there can be other allergies such as to dust or mould or weeds or tree pollens, animal hairs um, that might uh, affect people throughout the rest of the year. The winter months tend to be associated with viruses, coughs, colds, if you've got young children, um, you know, whilst they're sort of building up their immunity, they, they frequently bring home infections and these can often be passed to parents or grandparents. And so your nose really does give you a sense of feeling well because you know that when you can breathe through your nasal passages, there's no blockage, no obstruction. You feel that you can oxygen, oxygenate well and you have a good sense of well-being, good quality of life because your sense of smell is working properly. And you also know then that when your nose isn't working properly and you have poor nasal health because of an infection or a blockage or an allergy or some other type of problem that you don't really feel as well as you possibly could. So your sense of well-being uh, declines. You might not be sleeping well. Okay? You might be forced to mouth breathe. You could wake up with a dry throat, dry mouth. That can give you a sore throat. It can change your voice. So nasal health really is quite important um, for, for a sense of well-being. Yeah, and there are like hopefully many ways that pharmacy teams can help protect that um, well-being. And one many people might not know about is nasal cleansing. You know, they might just think, oh, I'll just keep blowing my nose. Hopefully it'll pass. Um, so I'm keen to discuss nasal cleansing with you. And to, to kick us off, could you tell us what it is, first of all? So the first thing is, is that your nose really doesn't need a lot of interference. Okay. Uh, it should be left to itself most of the time um, just to get on with what it does. And what it does is it warms air that we breathe in. It cleans it of allergens and dust and bacteria and smoke so that we so that we breathe in cleaner air it humidifies the air that we breathe in so that we're not breathing in dry air which can then affect the lower airways and it's also a first line of defense by fighting infections okay so the surface the lining of the nose and the sinuses produce um chemicals that are able to fight uh, infections as a first line of defense when we start to do things that interfere with that sometimes nasal health and nasal hygiene deteriorate so if for example we keep putting tissues into our nose or keep picking our nose 
if our nose crusts because we've caused a little sore and infections got in, or if we have a mechanical blockage or an, or an obstruction, then our nasal health can deteriorate. Okay, so the first thing really is to try to identify why someone's nose isn't working as it should be. Okay, is there a problem that uh, has developed because there's a disease, or is there a problem because someone has unfortunately fallen into a vicious cycle of causing their nose harm when it doesn't need to be interfered with? So, you asked me specifically about nasal cleansing. We call these a douche, so a surgical medical douche, D-O-U-C-H-E. And the best type of douche is something that is a balanced salt solution with the fluids that our nose and sinuses produce on a normal daily basis. So the best type of cleansing agent is something that is isotonic, so it doesn't draw moisture out of the lining of the nose and it doesn't put moisture in. Is something that has the same salt concentration uh, as the lining of the nose and something that um, has the ability to flush away some of the things that collect on the lining of the nose. Things like the things that I've talked about already, dust and smoke and allergens and bacteria. And would you say that the main benefits are to kind of return the nose to its almost like natural cycle of looking after its itself it is and i think one of the worst things that we tend to do unfortunately to our nose is we insert things because it's not working properly so we might feel it's a little bit blocked and then we start to scratch away at, uh, at crusts or mucus that build up inside the nose or we put tissues or some, some patients put cotton buds inside their nose. That's, that's really the worst thing that, that people could do. So, so the idea behind any of these type of cleansing solutions or douches is that we're not putting a mechanical instrument like a finger or a cotton bud or a key inside the nose but what we're doing is squirting some solution inside that helps the nose and its lining to return to health without damaging it absolutely and why do you think the nasal cleansing could be an important part of like a winter health regime for the reasons we've talked about monica um so winter tends to be a time when we pick up more infections so viruses for example uh, a viral infection that lingers and becomes more complicated uh, can become complicated by a bacterial infection. So when we pick up a common cold, um, the right things to do are to keep yourself well hydrated, to take some uh, pain relief, so paracetamol, uh, a gram a day, uh, decongestants for a short period of time, four or five days, so the over-the-counter decongestant preparations, uh, like Otravine or, or Sudafed, um, used for a short period of time, okay? And then added to that, something like a nasal cleansing solution can help airflow, but it can also flush out um, mucus, it can flush out viruses, bacteria, and can restore um, normal functioning lining to the nose um, 
but slightly more quickly in the context of there being quite a lot of congestion related to the infection. And just finally, where can pharmacy teams signpost customers to for further support with their nasal health? That's a really interesting question um, because um, increasingly uh, our pharmacy colleagues and community colleagues are becoming uh, front and centre of first line uh, patient inquiries about symptoms that sometimes they can't access um, uh, family doctors uh, in the current climate post-COVID and they can't access hospital specialist care Um, as quickly as they might have been able to do previously. So these sorts of queries and questions, I uh, imagine, are coming to our community pharmacists uh, at an earlier stage and patients asking for advice. They always have, but I envisage that this is going to become a busier busier part of uh, of the the community pharmacy um, um, uh, repertoire. So... I think it would be remiss of me not to point out um, red flags. So things that might cause concern because they can uh, perhaps be indicative of some other disease process going on, sometimes a sinister cause, sometimes a cancer. Okay, So the sorts of red flags with noses are blockage on one side or, or, or... or the patient is pointing out that they can see a swelling in one nostril. Okay, so what we call unilateral disease. Nosebleeds from one side of the nose, unilateral nosebleeds, when there isn't an obvious risk factor like a blood thinning medication. Swelling on one side of the face, numbness on one side of the face below the eye, a change in position of the eyeball. Okay all related to nasal congestive symptoms on one side. So if any of those sorts of symptoms are present, then I think the, 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 the most appropriate thing to do is to direct their patient urgently to see their family doctor. Okay, And I think it's very important that uh, the patient is seen and assessed by their family doctor to make a plan for the next stages of management. If this is someone who just wants a little bit of advice about how to improve their nasal health and hygiene um, and the pharmacist has explored some of the things that we've talked about already, um, there are other over-the-counter decongestant medications available. Um, Short-acting, rapid-acting decongestant should only be used for short periods of time and never, never for long periods of time. So the longest that I tend to prescribe it for is seven days, but the usual advice is for, say, four days or five days. For signposting, um, for symptoms um, that uh, are not uh, uh, perhaps clear, then pointing the patient to the ENT UK website. And on the ENT UK website, so if they, if they insert that into their Google uh, search uh, engine, Um, It takes them to the public domain of uh, the website for my national society. And on that page, there are also, um, uh, there is also a link then to the British Rhinological Society, um, where um, uh, the patient might be able to find a little bit more information about the condition that they have. There are other very useful 
reliable ways of getting information. So family doctor, again, so the GP, um, but also then um, to, uh, if this is a problem that is undiagnosed and is persistent, um, then to perhaps seek the advice of an ENT specialist with an interest in noses and sinuses and nasal health. And there is usually a local hospital, uh, be it NHS or private, where um, someone with uh, that subset of specialist information and skills um, works from. That's really useful. Thank you so much, Raj. You're very welcome, Monica. Very welcome. Joining me today are Garcia Fias, Foundation Pharmacist, and Gina Spateri, Apprentice Dispenser, both at Bedminster Pharmacy in Bristol. How are you both? We're good, good. yeah. How thank are you? you? Yeah, I'm really good, thank you. Um, so just to kick things off, could you both please tell me a little bit about your roles in the pharmacy? So my main role involves dispensing items. So the doctor will send over prescriptions through the electronic prescribing system and it's my responsibility to accurately pick the items and dispense according to the prescription. And then the pharmacist can clinically check the items. Um, so, um, yeah, hi, my name's Garcia. I'm the foundation year pharmacist. So um, I've just completed my uh, degree. So I had uni for four years and I've just finished that. So I'm now doing my training year. So you can do your training in lots of different settings and I'm doing mine in a community pharmacy. So my role kind of just um, involves, um, I do a lot of shadowing of the pharmacists and it's a cross between clinical clinical um, role and also the role of running a business. So I can do things like running, um, running the pharmacy, I will be doing some dispensing, I help with clinical queries and things like that. Amazing. So keeping yourselves busy. Um, and as we're heading into the winter season um, and we're thinking about nasal health, what are some common questions that patients tend to ask? I guess this is more for Gina. If if they come into the pharmacy, what do they tend to um, to like? What are the issues they have? Yeah. So now that is winter time, the common things we see with regards to nasal health involves things like congestion, runny noses, or people suffering from blocked noses. And how would you go about um, kind of assisting someone who, say they came into the pharmacy with a blocked nose? Um, so Gina would do a lot of um, the more of the information gathering. So she would um, find out information from the patient, for example, their symptoms, how long they've had it, um, if they've tried anything. And then it would be up to me or um, the pharmacist to kind of deal with that, those queries. So we would see whatever, um, say if it was like a blocked nose, we would see what we can do if it's a runny nose or um, congestion, etc. would kind of go from there. So like a team effort. Perfect. And if you don't mind, could you just run me through, say, the typical scenario? So someone comes into the pharmacy and then, um, I guess, Gina, what would be your um, initial thinking? And then Gazia, what would you, um, how would you action her information? So some patients, they come in and they normally ask for advice on their common cold that they've had for a couple of days and they're feeling a bit congested in their nasal passage and they just need something that can relieve the pain. Okay, so what would be the um, initial questions that you'd ask them to work out what um, is the best product for them? So I start by asking what symptoms that they have. 
so then I can rule out any red flag symptoms so we know when to refer them to the doctors. I then start asking how long they've had it and if they've tried anything for it and if they've suffered from any medical conditions. And then once you've um, established this, um, would you hand over to Garcia? What's the next steps? And then the next step would be I'd take all the information I've got from the patient and go to the pharmacist and explain just to see if they can provide any medication to the patient. Yeah. So then like at that point it would be either like Gina you know, would either come up to me or to the pharmacist and we would kind of like come up with a solution for the patient. So it, it obviously varies. So now that the winter season's coming up, um questions regarding nasal nasal health often surround things like congestion or a blocked nose or a runny nose because people tend to get colds and flus during this time of year. So those tend to be the more common things. And um based on the patient's um the information that we've gathered and so long as the patient's suitable and doesn't have anything that like medical conditions that it makes medication over the counter contraindicated anything like that once everything's clear we'll usually offer them something we try and offer um self-care advice first for example um they can do like steam inhalation um, and things like that rather than um pres- handing out medication straight away um, and if not and if they have tried things like that um, we are able to have a look at the um, medication that we offer so we offer a range of things from tablets to nasal sprays um, and obviously we make a decision um, with the patient for what works best for them. And what um, would indicate to you that say a nasal spray would work best for a patient? Um, because I think nasal sprays are great because they are very like direct and they are also they don't enter like the um, their body's circulation it kind of stays in that um, in that area where there's a problem um, so I think patients are they really like things like that because it's quite a direct acting medication whereas tablets obviously um, it affects the whole body not in like a bad way obviously these if there it is indicated for your for nasal health then it, it, it will target that and it's very safe but um some patients like nasal sprays because they're quite um quick and direct in um treating the area that they want that's perfect thank you both so much thank you for having us thank you <laughs> thank you so much to rajiv Gazia and Gina and of course thank you again to our sponsor Becco Cleanse. We hope this latest episode of Category Insight has given you some things to think about and help you feel more confident discussing nasal health with your customers over the counter. Thank you very much for listening. My name's Monica West and this is Category Insight.
Category Insight is brought to you in partnership with Beko Cleanse. Help eliminate nasal viruses, bacteria and allergens by washing out nasal cavities.